what's going on, everybody? How's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys know this. This is Kevin from the Cold Progression Podcast. Brought to MSOTD Rocks. or Rock and Metal Thrive. Hey, guys. It is, what, October 5th now? We're already in October. What the... You know what? Time flies when you're having fun, man, with these podcasts, live shows, mosh pits. I'm loving every second of it. And this podcast, <laughs> oh, God, is this an incredible one. Before we get started, though, I want to thank our sponsor, Phoenix Fitness. Yes, you guys know me. I am in mosh pits every single chance I can. And I've been that guy that's like, I will start the pit and I will be in the pit throughout the whole entire show. Like, I will not take a freaking break. And the reason that is is because, you know, my fitness level is freaking great. I'm not going to lie. I'm always hitting the gym. I'm always doing cardio. I mean, hell, my goal is to by the time I hit my birthday on every single day that I'm running 10 miles. That's the freaking goal. I'm having a great time doing this stuff to make sure that I can be in those mosh pits for as long as possible, enjoy myself as long as possible because that's what I like to do. But in order to do that, I got to make sure I hit those fitness goals, but I also have to make sure I recover right, that I prepare right, that I have the right nutrition to help me out. That That's where Phoenix Fitness comes in. They've got plenty of different supplements to help you achieve those fitness goals, different pre-workouts, both stim and stim-free. If you don't really you know, vibe very well with that caffeine kind of stuff like myself, different BCAA recovery compounds, creatines, proteins for the morning, for the evening, for after your workout multivins whatever you might need to achieve your fitness goals phoenix fitness has for you our listeners get 15 percent off that is one five percent off using the code msotd at checkout at fnxfit.com link is in the description below i want to thank phoenix fitness for that remember at checkout use code msotd for 15 percent off now to our feature presentation i want to thank mr alan harrington on twitter yes mr metalcore yeah, alan harrington gotta love that guy he was talking big about this band out of Australia called Mirrors. Their debut LP called The Ego's Way comes out on October 8th. And I was like, if this guy's talking big on this band, I want to talk to this band. I want to find out about them and really go in deep with it. And we did. And <laughs> I'm not going to lie. This is not just now. This is a freaking experience. And you get to go through it with me and the basis for Mirrors, Jake on the podcast today right now so let's do it as jake is coming to you off the coast of australia and i'm coming to you from milwaukee wisconsin here in the united states oh yeah this is an episode you're definitely gonna want to listen to it's not just an episode it's not just an album it's an experience are you guys ready because i sure am so let's go yeah well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Chord Progression Podcast, I have to give a big shout out to Mr. Alan Harrington on Twitter. Yes, Mr. Metalcore on Twitter. He has talked about this band for the past, I would have to say, month, saying that this is going to be a huge release on October 8th and showed the album artwork for this album called The Ego's Way. And I'm not going to lie, I look at this album artwork, I'm like, holy shit, this looks incredible. I can't wait to get a listen to it, but I also want to talk to the band as well. Let's see if we can make this happen. So, Coming to us off the coast of Australia, about 60 kilometers off, please welcome Jake from the band Mears. So, Jake, welcome to Court Progression Podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much for, uh, yeah, welcoming me onto the show, mate. It, it is an absolute honor. So, yeah, thank you. <laughs> thanks for being on, man, and thanks for making the time because I know you're working right now as well. And I just got to ask, how's everything going right now in life lately? I know that, especially with Australia, there's also those difficulties when it comes to trying to tour, trying to get everything going, but... How's life going on your end, uh, basically outside of that? Oh, look, mate, outside of that for me, um, it's, it's been quite okay. Um, yeah, we're, we're in regional parts of Victoria. Um, so, so for us, the lockdowns um, and the strict, stringent rules that apply to, say, the cities like Melbourne um, haven't been enforced as hard because we haven't had as severe cases. So for us, life's been fairly good um, and normal, I suppose, and... Uh, I don't know, mate. I think I think it can always be worse too. You know, like there's always someone in a in a in a worse place than you. So to me, that's that's generally that helps a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we went. I think everyone went through worse, especially March of 2020 when everything got shut down. Because for everybody, I mean, this isn't just you know Australia, or the USA. It's all across the world. It was lockdowns were put in place. Everything got shut down. Concerts got postponed, canceled. And it seemed like live music was not going to come back for a long time. And it's just, I'm glad to hear that you guys are actually like in a spot where things are less restrictive. You guys are able to go out and do more things. But of course, it's the live music, man. I know you guys are missing it as much as we had been over here for the past like 17 months. And especially with you guys coming out that brand new record. 
man, stuff's got to get better so you guys can go out and play this shit. <laughs> yeah, we know. We um, That's funny. So I suppose, you know, you get little drips and drabs as the lockdown's all starting to ease and then it's looking like, oh, yeah, wicked. We can now go and start jamming again because we hire a rehearsal room um, in Melbourne because our drummer, he actually lives in Melbourne. So we commute, um, myself, Paddy, uh, and Tyson, the guitarist, we all commute about two hours generally to Melbourne every Friday um, and have band practice and it's like, yes, now we can do it. So we start, get going and everything's good and it's rolling along and then bam, all of a sudden shut down, just like blink of an eye, over. And you're like, ah, oh, all right. And then every other band's in the same boat. So, yeah, um, we are so keen to play this new album, you know. Um, it's, yeah. It, it just couldn't come quick enough for us, to be honest. So, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, of course, the again, I got to keep saying it so people remember. The Ego's Weight, the brand new album from Mirrors, comes out on October 8th, 2021. And I'm not going to lie, like I said in the intro, Alan Harrington on Twitter, like Mr. Metalcore, if you follow him at all on Twitter, this guy is like at the forefront of letting everyone know what's coming out in like Metal Metalcore and really just getting people to know about it. That's why I found out about you guys. And... Listening through, I'm like, this guy's hyping up this album. I'm not sure if he's heard it, but this guy's hyping up this album. So I had you on the podcast, and now I got to listen to the whole entire album. I actually spent a whole weekend with the whole entire thing, going to and from a music festival in the car. I was basically about 900 miles, I think, time-wise. I was in this car for like 16 hours both ways. So I got a good amount of time to really dissect the ego's weight. And I got to ask just to start out with, because this is always one thing I'm curious about. When it comes to the overall theme of the album, in terms of the meanings of the songs and the collective, like the overall theme of the entire album, what was the idea behind that? Because I have my idea of what it kind of really entailed, and I got to ask what you guys kind of intended to see, in a sense, how close I actually came with my interpretation when I listened to the whole entire thing. Yeah, sure. All right. Well, so obviously, um, and uh, I mean, the lyrics and obviously all the lyrics are written and structured by Patty and, um, you know, it's the theme really relies on him, on what he's writing into the music. Um, the music is written clearly well and truly before the, the, the lyrics are put to it. Um, so that's the sort of, that's the structure we followed. So Tyson is, I suppose, the guru that locks himself in his room and he just bang, starts pouring out all these, you know, different ideas, more or less. And then he, and he sends us to us and we're like, oh, yeah, that's great. Oh, this is sick. And he gets on a roll, you know. And so it's sort of, that's the starting point um, to how it all sort of became, I suppose, this album. And um, and then, yeah, and then obviously Paddy steps in next with his ideas when he hears the music and the vibe and, and what it's doing for him. And generally what he's, what he's dealing with in life and just life in general, whether it be circumstances, whether it's a breakdown with a girlfriend or if it's a, um, like a crazy trip he's had or something like that, that's generally the influence that comes into his lyrics, you know, and, and the songwriting. So, um, so yeah, that, that's where that starts, you know, I mean, um, as far as where the album as far as what the theme of the whole album is, to put it in a nutshell, because it's obviously Paddy's complex thinking and thoughts, um, is it's, it's, the, it's the weight of the ego of everybody else that we all allow to perceive that is what we think is right in life. So, you know, um, everyone else's influences of what you should be and what they think and how you should hold yourself and, all of that, everything, um, you know, and then you're at battle with your own ego to see, I suppose, which is which is right and which is wrong and which is the one to follow. So, um, like I said, it's a little bit complex to try to put it into a nutshell, but, yeah, the album spells that out as it goes along, I, I think. Um, just listening to the start, to the um, all the way through to the end, to the way it, you know, climaxes and then tails out. So. Um, yeah, I hope that sort of gives you a bit of an understanding or an explanation. Um, how far off was I from what you were sort of depicting? Honestly, a couple of things on that. First thing is, is when it comes to how like that actual interpretation versus what I thought, I think we were really actually like really close and connected to it. Before I get into that, though, the one thing you did say, though, that really piqued my interest was 
how you guys constructed this where Tyson kind of really puts helps put a lot of this stuff together, puts a lot of these ideas down for the instrumentals, and then Patty comes in, really vibes with them to understand where the instrumentals are going, to add his vocal and add his lyrics on top of it. That's something for me I'm a huge like supporter of and a proponent of because when I listen to music, especially when I listen to stuff that's heavier, like, you know, like metal, metalcore, some, even some deathcore kind of stuff, it's when you listen to the instrumentals and how the different tones work and how different pacings work. Maybe you have like a faster paced drum uh, style in the back, but then you have this uh, guitars like the bass guitar and the lead guitar having this more melodic uh, vibe to the whole entire thing. It's more melodic flow that creates this massive contrast. Everything creates this different overall emotion and feeling. So with Patty really listening to that and then putting down his thoughts, really understanding where the instrumentals are guiding him to, that's going to be something that's going to really come forward as powerful because now he's connecting with it through his and then putting his vocals on it. And then when someone like myself ends up listening to it, it's we can easily make that connection between the instrumentals and how the emotions are playing off of that. Plus then how the vocals come in, do that, how the lyrics come in, put it all together and then we can go through the whole overall emotion of the album, of these songs, and really put our own selves into it, but really still follow along on that same path. Because when I was Absolutely, going, yeah, I was gonna say because when I was going through it, the first thing I noticed was like going through the beginning part of it. It seemed like the whole entire idea of the album was, in my opinion, was there are two different parts of you. You either have like the inner you, like the actual person you want to be, and then your ego-driven self, which is something that has a lot more influence from outside forces whether it's from your friends your family society economic values wherever you live it could be the culture anything really and what it takes a look at is especially in those first couple of songs it kind of breaks down where all these influences can come in and negatively impact you so that ego driven side that you know wants to show that it's better than everybody else that wants to really follow along with what society wants or what the culture wants from you just to really drive home on that, it takes a look at those influences and how it impacts you. Then it takes a look at kind of like destroying that ego in itself so that the inner you that's actually the true you that you want to be kind of comes forward, especially when you get to the seventh song rebirth, because that really kind of has that rebirthing moment of now the actual you is coming out. And then the rest of the album yeah. kind of comes through and ends up putting up those like barricades and putting up those strongholds against those negative influences so that the real you can be the thing that shines forward while you go through in life. 100%, mate. Yeah, like you nailed it um, to a T realistically. So, you know, you, you've, you've explained it probably better than me and I'm the one that's a part of the album. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's 100% it, you know. Uh, and that's why Patty, that's why to me, Paddy's so unique and probably to all of us uh, in the band is because the guy writes music that is genuinely what's happening and how he feels and he puts it, you can hear it in the honesty, I believe, in his lyrics and the way he writes the words um, and puts it together. It's not generic, what I call generic um, lyric sort of structuring or lyrics at all. So, I mean, yeah. That's that which which I suppose should give really everyone more of a um a personal connection of their own to the music, which is perfect, you know. Well, kind of as an artist, it's one thing I've seen, especially with music, is the people connect with that kind of music when they're able to understand the emotion of the whole entire section or of the whole entire song, but then also have enough metaphors in there to the point where they can follow along and kind of be like walking along through this emotional process. However, they can put their own experiences in there so they can connect a lot closer to those songs. So when it came to something yeah. like this, I mean, I kind of connected with it in a little way because, in a, not in a little way, in a rather large way, because back when I graduated college, I had this idea for myself and what I wanted to do in life, but that was all based upon what I thought I was supposed to do. All of a sudden, yeah. you know, I was going along that route and I realized this is not what I want to do. Like, this is what everyone else wants me to do. Why do I want to do this stuff? Why do I want to go to an office and sit there for nine hours doing something I hate just to go, just to go home, go to the gym and then sit at home after I'm done eating and watch Netflix till I fall asleep and then go and do it again. I'm like, this is, this is a bunch of shit. Why would I want to do this? And that's just me personally. So I took a look at, you know, all of a sudden, wow, these influences are influencing me okay, I got to find something that's for me. Got to find where the enemy can really come out. That's where music came in. That's where talking about all this stuff came in. And all of a sudden, bing, bang, boom, 
I've created this. I'm going to concerts left and right once again. Like, I'm just enjoying life, doing what I want to do. And I don't care what anyone else says really about it. This is the way I want to live life. So I'm going to do it. And I'm focusing on that happiness. And I feel like that happiness and that positivity is radiating out to the people I end up talking to and meeting. So it kind of has this, like, I, I can really relate to the ego's weight in terms of how that, how those expectations from outside forces impacted me to kind of form my own, form my vision of what I was, thought I was supposed to do in life. Then I got, then I realized that that was not the way to go about it, figured out a way to channel those negativities and pass them along and not pass them along, but like funnel them out, find what is really going to make me happy and then go forward with it. And now, I mean, listening to the whole entire album, I just felt like I went through that whole entire process once again. Yeah, man, that's, that's so cool to hear. That's, that's the stuff that I love to hear about the feedback wise because because that's a genuine you know um, life changing thing that you can relate to to something that we you know musically created with art and that like that's we all dream of it if you're a musician or some form of an artist you've always got that dream of gee I hope what I'm doing I love it because I do it for me and we love it because we do it for us as a band but if it can touch others or if it can you know, give someone else something good, but positive. Well, man, that's well, that's nothing better than that. You can't buy that, you know. So, no, you can't buy yeah. that. And and th- that kind of music and no, those kind of responses are the kind of moments to when you're going to be playing live. You're going to be playing these songs live, and you're going to be seeing people in the crowd. You're going to see people, you know, getting a little bit emotional during these songs, singing every single word, really putting all their heart into it. You're going to be seeing guys like me in the mosh pit going absolutely crazy, just letting all of that energy out there. But you're going to be seeing smiles on our faces every step of the way. And it's because we all connect with these songs. We're going to connect with these songs in a personal way. It's going to be completely different from you, from Patty, from anybody in the band. It's going to be completely different from what you guys connect it with. But the emotion at the base, at the core, is going to be the same. So that's where you're going to really get that emotional connection, that emotional impact, which really creates the moment where people really latch onto a band and really kind of start to say, that's a band I want to listen to over and over and over again. That's one of my favorite bands. And they're going to be showing this band to their friends over and over again. That's happened to me with some of my friends constantly. They connect with the band. They say, hey, Kevin, check this one out. Well, my friend said, hey, Kevin, Mm. check Polaris out. I'm like, okay, you know, they came out their new album in 2020. Let's see what happens listen through the album like okay okay i got to uh this one song called above my head and i just basically had my jaw on the freaking floor just like yeah that's like like that was the it moment and it's just like with this album it was i don't think i had one of those like full-on it moments until the end because i had to go through every bit of it until all of a sudden i got to the end and it felt like i went through this whole entire journey once again but i got to look it back at it in retrospect and really see what had happened really understand what i went through and all of a sudden realize that where I'm at now is a place that I want to be right now. Yeah, 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 a hundred percent, mate. That's it. Um, I think, you know, for me, it's funny. Um, the biggest, one of the, one of the biggest sort of, I suppose, um, if you want to call them metalcore or hardcore bands, that sort of did that for me was the Ghost Inside. Um, you know, you can throw any, nearly any one of their albums on, and it is just on point. In 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 every way, in the way he sings his music, in the way that they write their music, it's all just, you know, it captivates me. Um, so, you know, and so, yeah, that, that is just an example for me. Um, for a band, I suppose, like I've been listening to them since they very, like they ever first came out and toured over here in Australia with Bringing the Horizon, which was back in the early 2000s, you know. Um, and it was just like, whoa, check this out. And it was, you were there watching them like, okay, it isn't just because they're an amazing band to watch live. It's what they're, it's what they're saying. And it's just like, yeah, it, you connect with it. So, um, that's, yeah, it's, it's awesome. So not gonna lie. I kind of cracked a big smile when you said that one of the big bands you got into, I really got you. This was the ghost inside because look, I was even looking through some of my notes on this and when it came on the singles, uh, song number three on the album, leave them behind. When I was listening to it, especially when it comes to Patty's vocals, it was, especially in the intro, because his melodic uncleans take us from this, uh, there's this British post-hardcore band called Caskets that kind of has this lighter style to it, but then all of a sudden, the vocals, the way they mix with the heaviness, it's like Caskets meets the ghost inside, and it gives us the gravity of the situation right through his vocals, because 
it shows us that we're dealing with something big and we have to be open to like whatever we're going to be seeing happen. And when it comes to leave them behind, I mean, for me, when I took from it, it was like taking a look at the people that are in your life that are aiding that negative energy and feeding the ego that is causing you to have a good number of problems in your life. And then it talks about with the world and how they want to be kind of leaving those people behind and leaving a trace when you're awake so that you know you are moving past them. It's about the removal of those negative characters that are nurturing your ego and the larger, that are larger than your, uh, or nurturing your ego to be larger than yourself. My bad. I just want to get that correct. But when it comes to the vocal <laughs> no, set, <laughs> when it comes to the vocal set, especially in the intro, just all of a sudden when the heaviness comes in, it reminds me of like a more melodic ghost inside track. I mean, yeah. I, that hits hard because you're feeling the heaviness of the way that situation of the negative energy that other people and other influences in life are bringing to you to uplift your ego so that the true you is kind of pushed down and this ego ridden version of you is the thing that's being shown to the world. Definitely. And the thing too, like to mention about that song um, is you, like the way that how you've, you've gone through some of the lyrics and, and, and sort of explained um, what you've taken out of it. That's exactly right. So it, it is about leaving those, I suppose, those bad sides of that, that, that interest of those other egos behind and those as well that are basically those influences, the people that are not the influence you want. And, um, and I suppose the awesome part of that song for me is, yeah, when it gets to the breakdown and bang, it's just like a huge, a massive throw of just, you know, shaking them off and, and just saying, fuck off. And boom, there it is, you know, in a breakdown. So, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's sick. I love it. I love that song. I know it's biased to say it, but it's, um, yeah. It's a lot of fun to play, and it's a, such a groovy track, you know. Um, yeah. Well, it's like, especially when you hit a breakdown like that on a song like this, what's going to end up happening is you're going to feel, again, the gravity of the situation of we're finally removing some of those negative influence from your life. And I'm not going to lie, especially if it's people that are close to you, if it's family or friends, that is not the easiest thing to do in the world. It's, it's tough. It's emotionally painful. And, like, having yeah. a breakdown like that, it shows that just through the instrumentals. But the key comes into the point where, especially after that breakdown, you kind of have a feeling within the instrumentals to see that this is all worth it. You feel that emotion coming through there where this is going to be worth it so that in the end, the positiveness of the inner you is really going to be the thing that comes to light and be the thing that makes you happy, which in turn could actually have a positive effect on the people that were kind of being these negative influences to you, especially if they're close family or friends. Oh, for sure, mate. Um and watching watching Paddy too, you know, write the songs as he's gone on, he's told the stories of and seen them actually visually seeing and then um, it change change situations for him from those sorts of influences and then seeing um, I suppose the person on the other end of it, he comes through that, um, is yeah, he's crazy as well. It's like, oh well, here's a song that actually Right, uh, he paints a picture of what he's talking about and how, what he's going through, and then the development of it getting obviously um, recorded, mastered, and mixed, and then getting better and better and better. The story still keeps going, and then he hits the point where it's done, and the song's finished, and that part of his life is like, well, now I'm, I'm feeling good about that. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm at one with myself with that because of, because now here I've got something that I've gone through, and I've achieved to show that and hear that and that's that song you know so um yeah that's well that's how i view it anyway you know so yeah <laughs> yeah and when and when other people listen to it too they're gonna view it in maybe a little bit of a different way but then again like i said it's that emotion that's at the core of the song is going to be felt within commonality between yourself between myself between the other members of the band and anyone else that's going to listen to this album that's where that connection point is going to come into where I think it was Dave Grohl said something like he could be playing a crowd, like say it was like a huge stadium crowd that was like in front of 85,000 people. You can have 85,000 people singing the same song back to you for all the different, 85,000 different reasons. And this could be something yeah. like when you listen to some of these songs, it's they're going to hit people emotionally like that, but, and people are going to be singing them back to you at shows, but it's all going to be for a completely different reason from one person to the next, because Everyone goes through different things in life. I don't go through the same things you do. You don't go through the same things that the other band members do. All of us don't go through the exact same things that anybody else that's going to listen to this album goes through. But we can all relate in commonality with the fact that we all relate to that core emotion at these songs. Oh, yeah. Spot on. That's right. Like, um, yeah, that, 
no one else's influences are the same. But um, being able to, yeah, being able to have four of us in the same room together, or even, you know, people that, it, like you say, you talk about yourself that can connect with it. It's the same. It's the same core. You know, it's the same feeling of inspiration or release or connectivity that's, oh, they're all away from Australia and they've written a song that supports me and I'm here in America, you know, and it's, and vice versa, like I say, about the ghost inside, you know. So, um, yeah, mate, it's, it's such a crazy thing. You can't put, it's like, how do you, how do you put a, um, a label on that, you know? I don't know. How do you put a label on something as amazing as, as what music does? Um, and the songs that you know you get for inspiration. I just I don't know if you can, but yeah. I mean, everyone's gonna try and put labels on it. Myself, sometimes I have to do that as well, just so that when it comes to explaining these things, people have an idea of. Especially when it comes to the sounds, like in the styles and just the way things are constructed, it's like okay, where's like a common trope that these things are coming? Like, of course, like metalcore, had metal, post hardcore, that kind of stuff. But when it comes to really yeah. connecting with those songs, it's there's gonna be certain aspects that just hit you. And it can be just one small mm. part in the song. And I, I mean, I'm trying to use a couple examples. I'll use the Ghost Inside as an example because, well, you're a big Ghost Inside fan, yeah. so I kind of have to do cool. this. When the Ghost Inside dropped their first single after the bus crash back in 2020 with Aftermath, listening yeah. to it, it was the biggest thing in the world that like really caught my attention. Like I love the song through and through, but when it got to the bridge of it and you heard the clean vocals and just the, the, mm. the lyrics behind them, it was just impactful to feel that power of these guys weren't sure if this was going to even be a thing, if they were going to even go on. So they could yeah. feel that moment of desperation, that moment of just wanting to get back out there, but you're not necessarily sure. And then hearing the unclean scream going into that like real melodic breakdown, just to really feel the power of all that frustration that they had gone through, everything they'd gone through over the past five years, just finally being let out in one unclean scream. It was yeah. one of the most impactful things you can hear. And even to, if you want to see it visually, take a look at online and look at when Jake Lurs from August Burns Red watch and react to that song. He gets teary-eyed when that moment happens. So you can see the yeah. emotion that's just behind that because we've all gone through certain things, maybe not to the extent that, of what the go inside with the bus crash, but we've all gone through certain things where we felt like we wouldn't necessarily be able to move on from it. Like we would be stuck in that moment and we couldn't get past that emotion. And it's just that unclean scream finally feels like, you know, we're letting that all out once again. And it's something where, again, we're not going to exactly connect with everything they want. The guys at the ghost side went through specifically, but we're able to take that emotion and relate it to ourselves and really feel the overall power of that song. I agree, mate. That's um, the drama. I remember seeing, um, I think it was a video they put up quite a while ago when the drama was um, jumping back on the kit. I think for maybe one of the first times after his dad had engineered um, the kick pedal for him. Um, and they were filming him, obviously. I'm not sure if it was at his house or if it was in a studio somewhere. And, um, yeah, you watch him come in, you know, on crutches and that, and then he sits down on the on the kit and he just starts tinkering away and kicking it and all that and everything's working and you're just like, oh, wow, like, look at this. Like, now this, this is a band, like you say, who you know, you'd think that's it. Like, what are we going to do? And, and that's, you know, the emotion that goes into all of their songs is because of all of their band, not just because they've got an amazing singer or an incredible guitarist. They're all there, you know, and, um, and then you, yeah, you say you watch that first release of Aftermath and you just listen and listen and listen and watch. And for me, it was just like, well, there it is. They've done it. They've defeated the odds. They've beaten what in their own minds that perhaps their own ego was probably telling them at times, I don't think you can keep going, you know, and they did it. And, and it is emotional as hell to watch that. It is just an incredible thing to see um, them defy the odds and then go out and play live and kill it live still, you know, like, yeah. Um, if that's not inspiring for anyone to think that they can't go on and do something, you know, from music then i don't know what is yeah yeah i don't know what it is either because it just even with that album too because it, it it does have a similar feel like when it comes to the construction of with the ego's weight in terms of how that story goes from front to back like looking at the ghost inside with their self-titled album i mean it starts out with that bus crash moment basically 
and every mm. song through their details, a different thing they had to go through, a different emotion they went through in order up until you get to the, la- the second last song. And now it's like, you know, they finally come back and then you get to Aftermath, which is the last song on the record. And that just basically goes through everything in a nutshell. That's kind of like the overall encompassing song, but it's so incredible to listen to that thing front to back. Similar to what you guys did, where it's you're able to listen to it from top to bottom, really feel the emotion behind the whole entire album, and really feel like you've gotten that point where that ego-driven side of you that is following along with you know what other prep people want from you, what the society potentially wants from you, what the culture wants from you, it helps you to kind of understand where that's coming from to kind of funnel yourself back into your what you actually want to do and then push put that out there to the world and when those negative influences try and come in you have the strength and the power to not let those things you know take a hold of you and potentially bring back that ego driven side oh 100 percent, dude like um i mean geez i don't know where to really start on that um I don't know. Uh, I think, I think, I think because we're all as well as in in the band that we're in, we're all from all different. We're all from all different walks of life, you know. Um, being that, yeah, okay. So the three of us, the three of us live in the three of us that live in regional Victoria, and then there's one of us who's born, bred city boy, you know. Um, so all the all the different, I suppose, um, clashes, but not bad clashes. There's still little clashes that we've had, personality clashes, influence of, um, you know, writing, influence of what works, influence of, well, we'll settle on this for the film clip. Now we want to go with that theme. Um, it's always there, you know, like it's never, it's, it never goes away. And um, as a band, we're always, we're always, we're always testing that with each other, but it's but it's something that we always we always look forward to doing. So I mean, for us, we're not all the guidelines that we're trying to stay away from, in a sense, so that we are still ourselves, that we are, you know, um, an independently writing sort of sounding band. It's very difficult because there's so many influences out there now, and we don't want to sound like everyone, and we don't want to be like everyone. But we are just who we are. You know, we don't actually go out of our way to go, well, let's, um, okay, so this band over there, they're wearing masks. So let's not ever wear masks and let's not ever do this and let's not ever wear, you know, um, black and all black and let's just do oh, black and white and then oh, let's throw some weird colours in there like this. There is all that obviously that sits there, but for us, we are always just who we are. We don't, we don't necessarily sit there and try and go, Oh, you know, we can't, we can't be too much like that. If you wear a pink shirt, then that's like, you know, this guy or if you, yeah, I suppose. So yeah, the, it's always there, isn't it? You know, the outside influences and, the, and, and the pressure to try and, to try to be someone else, to be a different way, to be a certain trend, but we definitely try not to be, you know, just by being ourselves. Yeah. And not only that, but I think a big part of it is just between you and the members of the band, it's, even though you guys come from all different walks of life, there is a, there's a, and from different musical backgrounds as well, there's a trust there between the four of you to create the music that you want to create. And you guys are going to be open to different ideas from other members of the band, because you might have an influence somewhere that's a little bit on the heavier side, maybe on the lighter side, who knows? Someone else might have an influence that's completely different from anything within rock and metal, but you might want to try and throw maybe an idea around into your music. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, you try something and it might not sound right, but there's a flow to it that just really works. And all of a sudden you workshop it, you really put it into a song and all of a sudden next thing you know, you have something that is completely unique just because of your influences. It's the trust there to really let that happen, which will make you stand out with the uniqueness just by being yourselves. And when it comes to, you know, oh, you, you, you know, think about the mask thing. It's like, yeah, think about Slipknot. Yeah, Pe- Slipknot is known for wearing the ma- wearing masks. That's just the way it is. Mm. But that, it, but it was because that's what they want to do. Other bands have done that as well. But that's because that's what they've wanted to do. Look at Ice Nine Kills with, right. with the whole entire horror thing. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's kind of something unique to themselves because that's what they like. Though that's what they're into. So and they do it well. You know, like that's the thing. They do that well, and that's their way of doing it. You know, you. You can't stand back and ever go, oh, they're Rob Zombie wannabes, you know, because it's totally different, you know. Um, you're right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's when it comes down to it, it's 
with you guys having the trust and the comfort to be yourselves around each other, both personally and through your musical influences, you guys are going to end up creating something that's going to be uniquely yours. And it's something that someone's like, oh, no, this sounds, it's like, you know, it's, I always like to do that, like the, for fans of this, just to kind of give people like an idea of like, okay, you know, the sound, if you like this band sound, you're going to potentially like this band sound. It's not, you know, yeah. this this, yep. this band sounds similar to this band. No, no, no. This is like for fans of, if you like this, I feel like you're going to like this sound based on the different way that progressions are done, the different way that the, the different sounds at the different tempos, the different pitches, whatever it might be. Like there's all yeah. there's some emotional consistency there that could really hit. So that's why I was a big fan of when people, especially I got to throw out Mr. Allen Harrington there on that one as well, where it's like, oh yeah, this <laughs> is for fans of like fit for a king. Okay, now I know the emotional side of the potential, you know, hit of that's going to be there. All right, now I'm good yep. for fans of like uh you know fit for an autopsy. Okay, now I know to kind yeah. of have an idea to expect there, but I don't know exactly what to fully expect. Or one of my favorites is for fans of good music. It's like. Yeah. Okay, got to check this right. one out now. <laughs> See, that's perfect. Um, that's it. Fans of good music, I think, you know, because um, then it starts turning into, oh, stereotype this band and we sound like that band. And no one wants that. But, um, you know, clearly that's just people's voice of saying, oh, you know, they might be a huge fan of um, whoever. And they go, well, they sound like these guys or they're similar to this guy. And they'll hear, you know, like my, one of my biggest fans, uh, sorry, I'm not fans. One of the biggest bands I love and our drummer loves, um, we both share a massive love for Deftones. You know, they're, they're enormous to us. They're, they're um, in every way, you know. And and so, you know, we, we've we got some songs. Oh, but there's one in that album particularly um, that's very Deftone-y vibe. You know, so as soon as I remember Tyson wrote it, I, I just went straight away to myself, oh, man, I love this because it's so vibey, like what I like when I hear a vibe from Deftones, you know. Um, so it, it, that's just everyone, I think, trying to express how they um, segregate music or what it sounds like or rah, rah, rah. But like you said, going back to the start, for fans of good music, I think that's that's a real, you know, that's a real catcher, yeah. I think for fans of good music could definitely apply to you guys, especially with the ego's weight as well, because there are different things that like, especially with different bands that I picked up, you know, this has this potential sound that made me, you know, that gave me the same emotional response. And when I listen to like, you know, I'll use Deftones example. Cause I know, cause I, I felt that as well there, like with the band caskets out of great Britain with uh, the ghosts inside, like there are certain things I'm picking out, but it's not just necessarily like, Oh, you know, it's the same exact sound over and over. No, no, no. It's just, how those sounds emotionally hit you with the different heaviness, different pitches, whatever it might be. It's like, that's the way I kind of connect with it. But I think another big reason why people really focus in on, you know, this band sounds like this, just band similar to this. It's their way of being able to explain a band's music to somebody when they're not necessarily sure exactly how to explain it. It's, it's a very simple thing to do where all of a sudden it's like, Oh, what does a kill switch engage sound like? Well, it's kind of sounds like, and it's like, okay, you yeah. know, that's what you're kind of going at. It's like, now you have an idea of what it is. It's a lot easier yeah. to explain, but for it's, but for people like with myself, it's like, you know, I'd rather use the, for fans of, or kind of just bringing a little bit more of the emotion side of things. Like, okay, you know, this, you know, some songs you might get a full on, you know, Phineas, the fire itself vibe in these songs, which for some of these I did and not gonna lie, that Phineas album was fucking great. So if I'm getting those vibes off of yep. this album, <laughs> yeah, you can want to <laughs> listen to it, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate thanks so much it's um it is always humbling when people are you know excited about the tunes it is it's um i don't know if i'll ever get i don't think i'll ever get used to it because it's just you never expect it so it's always nice but yeah awesome now i gotta ask you this question out of all 11 songs around this record which is the song that is your favorite not the song you think is going to be the best not the song that you think people are going to like the most which song is your favorite uh, oof. uh I would have to say and I think I've gone blank, it's the song before for you. So um Oh the last page. The no uh last page I think it is. No, it is. It's last page, there you go. Yeah, so how's that? I don't even know my own album. Um <laughs> yeah, no, last page for me is that's the song that's real deaf Tony vibe. Um which I love those big fat chords, you know, that 
them and the nice melodic fat chords in the whole song. It's just and and Patty's voice just sitting over the top of it. You know, it it just does it all. The drums, the whole lot. I love it. You know, um, yeah. To me, that to me that song, I I get a rush off because it's like when you hear that everything that I look for in a song coming out. Yeah. So um, to me, that's yeah, that's it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Not gonna like, so I was, I was looking at like, okay, you know, what song? Because I was quickly taking a look at like, whenever I have songs, I do an overall synopsis after each song. I'm like, already, I gotta remember which one was the one that just stuck out to me the most. And I'm like, I knew it was in the second half of the album. And when I was going through and you said the last page, I looked at the overall. I just thought, my God, yeah. you and I are on the exact same page with this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's something about, there's just something about you know, nice melodic music that we can all resonate to. You know, I think. Um, yeah, no, but that's that's the wicked track. Um, I love I love Rebirth too because it's just so punch in the face heavy. Because I mean, for me uh, and the drummer, we're both we're both very much death metal um, influence. You know, in the past, love absolutely love Cannibal Corpse. Um, you know, so when you get a song like Rebirth come in and it's just bang, hits you straight away. Like, oh yeah, here we go. You know, <laughs> so yeah. I'll say Rebirth was also another one of those songs that I really liked as well. Cause when I was looking at my little overall synopsis of it, I mean, you guys went heavy on Rebirth to really show that moment of the, the ego kind of dying away and the inner, you really kind of coming out that rebirth moment kind of, you know, that like it felt like, you know, like I'm trying to think like a born again Christian. It's like, okay, now this full on yeah. what you feel like is finally out there and what you really are. The inside is finally out there in the open. I even put this in there. If you look at Rebirth and say that they went heavy for the sake of heavy, that is a freaking joke and you know it. Their heavy was yeah. very natural overall in this song and it really fit the build to a being reborn stronger than before after beating down your ego in what feels like one hell of a mosh pit. Yeah, man, that's it. It's um, yeah, it's perfect because it's that's it. You've broken it all down. You know, everything. You've, you've smashed down the walls of, of all the shit that you're trying to let go of in those first few songs. And then you're just like, you know, someone off, um, off Dragon Ball Z before he's about to attack someone and the eyes just go bang open and he's like, right, that's it. I'm Super Saiyan. Here I come. Like, you know, get out of my way or I'm, I'm ready now. And, and off you go, hit the ground running. So, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And then like even jumping forward to the last page as well, because you like, you do have a little more of this melodic heavier style behind there. And the reason I kind of like that whole overall build within the uh, instrumentals, especially with a little more of that Deftones influence in there, is when you take a look at the meaning of the last page, how I took it, it's like closing a chapter in your life and moving on to the next because life is like a book with chapters. And when one ends, another one's going to begin. This is the end of your ego having control of your life. And now it's time for you to start writing the next chapter in your life overall. Write the next chapter, make it your own, for it is worth it. And using that more melodic, you know, heavier kind of style behind it, 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 when it comes to kind of something ending, yeah, you're going to have a little bit more of this, you know, potential sad realization to it because a piece of you is now, or a piece of what your life was is now over. Like that chapter is over, but you got to move on to the next one. And the style of the instrumental build here really is what makes the song stand out in the end. I really like where it goes in the end because it shows an emergence into a new chapter in life with kind of that more mm. heavier depth on like hard rock construction, but then blast you in the fucking face at the end with the new energy to take on the world. Like you guys literally kind of close that chapter and then open up the next one right at the end. And it's so full force in your face. It's just like, okay, now, now that ego part, it is, it is officially written off. It is dead. It is gone. It is way in the past. Yeah. <laughs> and now this full on, like actually you being out there is full force out there and it hits you so damn hard. And it's, I love that idea behind it because when that full you is actually now present, the ego side of you is gone. You got to hit yep. everything full force. You got to let, you got to let, you got to let that shine. You got to let your life be lived, man. Well, that's it. And you're the new, it's the new, you know, the new chapter and the new you, it's, you don't let the old habits come back, you know, and they, and they say old habits die hard. Um, and then that's the thing. They're always there. They've, they're always going to be there. It's just a matter of uh, remembering like at the end of that song, that bang where it just goes nuts. Um, it's like, remember who you are. Remember why we're here. Now let's go move forward and, and, and don't look back and boom, you're off, you know? So, um, yeah, that's, definitely what i think i'd 
I'd take out of that. Definitely, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say, man, I mean, we're going through a couple of these songs. Like we've gone through three of them and it's just what we've kind of looked at them. It's where you're connecting with them, where I'm connecting with them. Again, when it comes to that core emotion, we're, 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 we're definitely connected on that spot on together with these songs. But again, how we're going to mm-hmm. relate to them personally, how you relate to Rebirth, how I'm going to relate to Rebirth, how you relate to the last page versus how I relate to it. It's going to be different. But you can see yeah. how powerful, like for everyone listening and watching on YouTube, you can see just how powerful these songs are already as we're talking about them because of how we're connecting to them and how those different styles of instrumentals, like with Rebirth, be, Rebirth being like incredibly heavy, yeah, it does mm. have that feel, but it feels natural to kind of finally let that happen. Let that rebirth happen to the point where the inner you is finally there. And then with the last page, a little bit more melodic, kind of heavier style, more of the Deftones influence with the last page. It's going to have a feeling like, you know, you're closing out that chapter of your life and starting over with a new chapter. But when you start that new chapter, I mean, with the way the breakdown hits, it's so full force in your face that it feels like, you know, we're going to just hit the ground running with this new, with this like, our actual selves being out there. We got to hit the ground running because we only get one chance in life. So why, pl- especially if the inner you is finally the thing that's on the outside, why play it safe? Yeah, man, I think it's tough. Um, I think it is no matter who you, you are and where you're coming from to try and challenge, to challenge that though, you know, cause it's easy to go, yeah, that's it. I'm going to go and start. I'm going to get fit. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And, and I'm, you know, rah, rah, and then a week later, two weeks later, however long, not it, maybe longer, it's easy to go back and it all just comes crashing down too hard. Um, that's the progression of the music in the album, I think spells a lot of that out and that, you know, that it is painful, that it is in life for everyone. Um, like I said to you at the start, there's people in a lot worse situations than, than anywhere else you know, than where we are at the moment in Australia, although there is, you know, it's shit times and there are terrible things that have happened. But take Kabul, for example, you know, the poor people in Kabul and Afghanistan trying to flee because of what's happened over there. Um, you know, they're the things that you've got to think about as far as moving forward goes and sticking to what, sticking to what makes you happy because there's some people in their lives that can't have that, you know, which is shit, but it's how it is. Um, so yeah, the music in the album, like it has really spelt that out personally for me, I probably haven't really sat down and said that a lot to the other guys, but it has personally for me related to how we, this is our chance. This is our movement and it's gaining movement and it's going well. And it's, it's our, it's our dream. All of us, it's all of our dream to be, to be doing what we're doing right now. So, um, yeah, but um, that's definitely, you know, the crazy part about this album for us, or for me anyway, yeah. So, yeah, it's cool that I can talk to someone about it from another side of the country that's connecting with it in a similar way as well. So, yeah, um, well, well, crazy, say, really. So. Yeah, it is crazy, but it's something where I think where we're really connecting at together is especially the fact that they're like, this is this is your thing. This is what you want to do. This is your passion. This is what you want to do with your life. And you're full force going forward with it and you're going to make it happen. And where mm. I'm connecting with it, especially, I mean, on a complete different side of the world is, am I, is, is making music a thing that's going to be like my passion, like the thing I want to go forward and, and do. I, I'm not, I can't make music. I'm not a musician. I make, I make covers of songs with a, basically taking the vocals, removing them and replaying the recorder over them because I think it's funny. I do it once a week because, hey, why yeah. not? Gets a laugh out of some people. Yeah. However. And that's awesome. Yeah. However, I'm like, well, what do I actually like to do? Like, what is one of the things that I really like to do? And honestly, I'm doing it right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm going through yeah. your whole entire album with you, and I'm really getting to experience this and actually get to talk to you about this whole entire experience and then get to present this to everybody else in the music community and get them to know more about this album, get them to know more about your band. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, this album comes out and people are going to be able to connect with it in the same way that I was able to connect with it, the same way you were able to connect with it, but with different specifics, because again, we all go through different things in life, but the emotion at the core of these songs is going to be the thing that relates us to us all. It's going to be the thing that connects to us all. And it's just a beautiful thing, man. It's just a beautiful thing. It is. And it'd be great if the world leaders were more like this, wouldn't it? You know, but anyway, <laughs> listen to music, you dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, I'd, that's what I'd say to our Prime Minister. Listen to fucking, listen to our album, you wanker. 
should I, I, I should, I should put something else up on the wall, even though my, I always have a flag up here, but it fell down. I'm waiting to put more sticky stuff on it so I can put it back up on the wall, but put it on the different part of the wall behind me. Just like if this political leaders, listen to music, like, no, 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 like yeah. listen to some, like you got to listen to some heavier stuff because you might actually yeah. really take some full force stuff out of it. You know, maybe ease your way into it all of a sudden, you know, maybe start with some more, you know, hard rock stuff and go to some punk rock stuff, yeah. go to some more hardcore punk, then jump into some metalcore, deathcore, see what happens. And next thing you know, yeah. every time, you know, especially here in the U.S., maybe Congress is having a dispute. Let's settle it with uh, bring some bringing a band and bringing Cannibal Corpse. Let's have a mosh pit in, in the halls of Congress yeah. and let's just settle it there because and that's hey, it. I'm not going to lie. At the end of those shows, at the end, at the like when I saw Ice Nine Kills the day before we shot this, at the end of that pit, at the end of that show, the amount of people giving each other high fives, hugs, and just like happy as all hell to go through that together was, it's I've seen it so many times, I've been through it so many times, but every time that happens, it's just an unreal feeling of just pure happiness because, yeah, we all went through something that seemed like it was incredibly violent, but a lot of people might have had stuff that they were trying to work out and they finally got to express some of that in a physical way where it was, yeah. it's kind of allowed, but everyone understands it. So by the time it's over, everyone's in this happy, euphoric mood, and it feels like we're family. I mean, come on. Yeah, nothing's personal. Yeah, yeah. No, one's, um, no one's in there personally against one another. It's just everyone's got their own vibe while they're in there, and they're there to let it out. So um, that's why I feel like I've always felt accepted in the, in the mosh pit or in the music scene, um, and really anyone is. That's the beauty of it. It's there really shouldn't be there shouldn't be any judgment about it whatsoever you know oh god no i mean it's something that it's just it's a beautiful thing and kind of bringing this thing a little bit more to close wrapping up one thing i always like to do at the end of this special i go through an album is i do like to put an overall synopsis on the entire album not just every single song but also the entire album and i want to share it because i want to get people to understand what this album really has and i put Overall, this debut mirrors LP took the concept of fighting your ego in order to become the person you want to be, and they really hit that hard with their brand of this more melodic metalcore style by really focusing in on the softer builds into the songs that would give off the heaviness to make the changes you need in order to thrive in the world. Now, is it is it a perfect album? No, it's not going to be perfect, but that's okay. It doesn't need to be perfect. Take a look at Rebirth. It went heavy and made you feel like you'd be rising up like a phoenix with that inner self of you finally coming out. For you, showed the emotion of losing people around you when you make those changes in your life to better yourself and to better your happiness. Moral decay at the end of the album shows all the pressure against you to follow your ego instead of yourself, but the breakdown at the end of it absolutely kills all of those notions and makes you go through life ready to be who you want to be. This is not just an album. This is an absolute experience that you need to listen to. (laughs) Top to bottom. In order. So when it comes out on October 8th, everybody, make sure you stream it, download it. I don't care how you listen to this thing, but listen to it from top to bottom the way it is listed on the album. It's not just an album. This is a freaking experience. <laughs> right. Thank you so much. That's um, that's the coolest rap I've ever heard about anything we've ever done. So, yeah, <laughs> that's legendary. Thank you so much. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. This is all coming from a place of absolute and utter honesty. Like, this is like I oh. went through this after I got done going through the whole entire, I'm doing my whole entire write up of it while I was sitting in a car, come back from a music festival. I put my headphones out at the end of it and I just went, <gasps> Holy shit. <laughs> if I'm going to have this existential, like, I got to let this out, just like, <gasps> Holy shit moment. Yeah, you knew yeah, it was an experience. Yeah. You know it was an experience at that point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my crap. Yeah, no, so cool. Thank you. You're welcome. And as we close out this podcast, Jake, the one thing I like to do before we officially close this out is I like to give you a chance to say anything you want to say, plug whatever you want to plug, promote whatever you want to promote at this moment. So, Jake, floor is yours. All right. Um, well, in all honesty, I, I suppose really thank you for a start. Kevin, for, um, for reaching out and allowing us to come on to the show and, and talk to you about, you know, our album um, and, and our experiences and some of them. Um, that's, that's incredible for a start. Uh, to people out there that are listening to the podcast and are interested in listening to our music, we cannot thank you enough. We, um, we're very humbled by it. It is, it is such a, an honour to think that there's people out there in the world, in other parts of the world, let alone America, um, that are 
interested in in the music we've written and and enjoy it and get something out of it. So, um, absolutely, one day when we're over there, which we hope won't be too far away, um, yeah, we can we can all meet and 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 have a drink and and say thank you and yeah. So thank you to all of you and yeah, and thanks to my band as well. I I couldn't I wouldn't want to be in a band really with anyone else but them. So. Um, massive shout out to them because they're amazing humans and it's not possible without them so yeah incredible so thank you well thank you for those words and now it's time for me to end with my three things so yes remember the ego's weight by mirrors comes out on october 8th and you're gonna want to listen to this thing like i said it's an experience you got to go top to bottom on this thing you're gonna want to download it stream it you're gonna want to follow along with this band because when they're able to finally come over and play shows in your area whether it's in australia whether it may be over in europe or here in the united states where i am you're gonna want to know about it instead of having to search up for it like search all these different places for it here's what i want you to do take a look at the description of this podcast whether it's youtube spotify podcast iHeartRadio, amazon wherever it might be you're gonna see something in the description that says find mirrors online I'm going to have links to their socials, YouTube website, where you can buy some merch, where you can stream their stuff, or you can download their stuff. Everything you need to know to connect with this band, I'm going to have it there for you. It's going to be a one-click, one-stop shop. You're going to have no excuse not to get in this band. Like, I'm making sure this happens. It's all going to be there. And now, Jake, time for time for number two, because you had just mentioned something about, like, you want to be able to come over here, see everybody, have a drink with people, you know, have a drink with all the fans. Well, yeah. th- there's there's something I like to do on this podcast where when I have a guest on the show that I absolutely enjoy having on the show, there's a certain promise I like to make. And I love to keep these promises. And this has happened to, I think, every single guest I've had in the podcast. And this is definitely not breaking that streak yet. So, Jake, my cool. promise to you guys, <laughs> and you and the rest of the band is this. When I get to see you guys perform live for the first time, this is not an if. If implies possibility. When implies certainty with the only question being time. When I get to see you okay. guys perform live for the first time, my promise to you is this. You know that drink you're talking about? Yeah, first round's yeah. on me. All right, man. You're down. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> just make sure just hold <laughs> me to it, man, sure. because I'm always I'm always really happy if all of a sudden after a show it's like you come up to me and show like, hey, first round's on you, I'm gonna be like, Yup. Yep. <laughs> Let's go yep. to the bar. <laughs> I'll point to you out of the crowd like, yo, get them lined up because we're uh, nearly over. <laughs> so, yeah. And I'll be like, I'll get them lined up after you guys are done. I'm still in the pit, man. Like, I can't yeah, stop. Yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah awesome. <laughs> well, all right, Jake, I want to thank you for being on the podcast. This was absolutely incredible. Again, everybody listen to The Eagles Wait by Mirrors when it comes out on October 8th. I want to make sure you guys know about it because I don't want you to forget about it. So on that note, Jake, I'm not going to say goodbye. Because I want to make good on that promise. I want to see you guys perform live. And I want to actually get to meet you guys in person. So goodbye seems too final. I got to end it with, see you later, man. See you later, brother. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Well, well, folks, that was my interview with Jake from the band Mears out of Australia. Remember, the Ego's Weight, the brand new debut LP for Mears, drops on Friday, October 8th. You guys are not going to want to miss out on this. This is not an album. This is a freaking experience that you need to go through. It is absolutely incredible. It is amazing. Man, I don't know how else to describe it. I mean, you will just watch and listen to the podcast. You heard our thoughts on it. You heard how we connected with this thing, how we connected with it on a similar emotional level, and the power behind it was absolutely incredible. So make sure you listen to it again, top to bottom, the way it is designed on the album with that full album run through. Please make sure you go and do that. Make sure you follow along with Mirrors online. Again, I'm going to have all the links for Mirrors from their socials, YouTube, where you can stream the music, buy their music, download the music, all that great stuff. Pre-order that shit if it's before October 8th, 2021. I mean, you're going to want to get ready for this album. All the links are going to be down there for you as well. I, You guys got to follow us, man. Along with all the links for us as well, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, where you can find the Corporate Guards Podcast. All that great stuff is down there. And also, thank you, Phoenix Fitness, once again. Their link is there for you to go check out their stuff to help achieve your fitness goals. Remember, 15% off using the code MSOTD at checkout. I want to thank Jake for being on the podcast, man. I can't wait to meet you in person. See you guys play live. Jump in the mosh pit. Really experience once again. And remember, boys, first round is on me. So on that note, that's going to be for me today, guys. Thank you for watching and listening to the Core Progression Podcast. Brought to you by Rocks for Rock and Metal Thrive. My name is Kevin. And you guys know how I am every single one of the big, healthy, and hearty. See y'all. Yeah.